Hello, everybody, and welcome to another special bonus episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and as always, sitting beside me is my wife, Lauren. Hello. We're from Hamilton, Ontario, and one half of the Double Doubles. Joining us virtually again this week, uh, we have Ryan and Lauren in London, Ontario. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about... Uh, Disney rides that might be scarier than they seem. Ooh, yeah. spooky. If I had Ooh. spooky music to play, now would be a good time to do that. Um, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah, that works. Uh, I think it's, uh, for for us, we, we wanted to cover this topic um, because, I mean, there are some, like, spooky rides at Disney. Disney is by no means, like, a, a scare, like a scarum type place. Um, like, they don't really make attractions that are meant to terrify you um because it's all meant to be to be fun uh to a certain extent but there are some attractions that uh we think for smaller children it would be helpful to kind of know that certain things are coming before you uh take your kid on a ride um because it could potentially be scarier than than you would personally think i think i'm assuming that we all here have come out of a ride at some point and noticed a parent who kind of has this look or is saying like, uh, like I didn't know that it was going to be that scary. Um, or like, it's okay. It's okay. Cause there's a child who's crying. And even in the midst of rides, like you can hear kids who are having a bad time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're just gonna, we wanted to kind of touch on some of those things. Um, just so that you're aware, you know, uh, for your next Disney trip, I guess. Yeah. Um, I do think I should, I'll, again, we'll, we'll preface this by saying that scary is subjective, um, because some kids love to be frightened or scared or it's exhilarating and other kids get scared by like really, um, innocuous things. Um, I think each, each kid's experience is going to be different and really only you can kind of gauge what your uh, what your child is going to tolerate um i do think like a lot of the rides in general uh the ones that have height restrictions do sort of kind of limit or like start to put a little bit of a limit on the maturity of a, of a kid because obviously if you if your child needs to be 44 inches tall in order to ride a particular attraction they're not going to be necessarily too young to ride it um so things like roller coasters i I mean they can be scary for people in general it doesn't necessarily have to be uh kids but um but today we're going to be talking about all the attractions in general and trying to um point out what we think would be good to know ahead of time um in case it happens to be a particularly frightful scene for um for kids I just sense? yeah I just wanted to um toss out I wanted I tossed out this um episode possible name to Ryan and he didn't, he didn't take it but um I wanted to call it uh Disney scares because they care <laughs> which <laughs> but they don't really try to scare but no. that's from from monsters right monsters they yeah. scare because they care I th- I'm pretty sure that's what that's from I really right. can only think of two attractions that are meant to be like remotely spooky as like a fundamental to to the attraction and everything else is like it's meant to be fun but there could be a spooky moment some in thrilling there. elements too okay yeah. let's get started yeah so we're gonna start with the um the biggest park 
that or the park with the most attractions that we think could be scarier than what they seem and that's in the magic kingdom um magic kingdom has a ton of rides and there are some of them that have particular moments that may be a little bit um frightening um right off the top i know let's let's just throw the um the roller coasters out there just so that we can get them over and done with um I think probably the tamest is the Seven Dwarves Mine Train. I can't really think of anything that would be particularly scary. That apart witch. From... At the oh end. yeah. Oh yeah. The yeah witch. I, I like that part. <laughs> uh, like when you kind of get a little glimpse, but she's she's a little spooky. Yeah. But, but I'm sure many people don't even notice her at times. And I guess if you're like, you can see the end of the ride right ahead of you. You yeah. kind of know it's coming to a close. Also, if you've seen the movie, you'll be okay for the ride because she's way more terrifying in the movie than she is uh, at the end. Yes. Well, and I'll tell ride. you, going back to retro 80s Disney Ryan here, mm. the Snow White ride that yes. used to be at Disney Snow White was Scary far, Adventures. Yeah, was totally a scary adventure. It the was creepy. It's yeah. Disney, yeah. So awful. It oh is so creepy and scary. So I like yeah. a bad parent after we got off that one. <laughs> yeah, so in comparison, yeah, definitely uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is very tame, and I would yeah. have no no qualms well, about taking a kid on it. Although, you do go in the mine, and it is dark. And my kids, when they were little, had a hard time with the dark rides. So I would say yeah. there is a the dark piece, but I think what saves it is the sparkly diamonds. Yeah, yeah and the, and yeah, the yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. There's like a happy song yeah. and That's some right. some cute animals. I mean, but... yeah, unless you're afraid of skunks as well, I think <laughs> this is at least who's, one who's of the more tame. Skunk. Yeah, that's true. Um, I I mean, we can talk about Space Mountain too. Again, you're going to have to be a certain height in order to ride this ride, and I think it's pretty easy to preface this for any child going into it. Of that, like, it is a roller coaster in the dark. Um, so if your kids aren't good with the dark, this might not be a good ride to go on, um, and it can be pretty thrilling. Um, I don't know. Is that is that scary? Like, is thrill scare? I think it's mostly just the dark for that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just yeah. extreme I mean, we dark. Took... There's no break in that darkness. Right. And we yeah. took Finn. Oh, gosh. He was probably six. And we we got him down to where you'd load into the car for Space Mountain. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I'm out. Nope. Oh. I can't do it. I don't want to do it. Uh, and, and so I and honestly, I was like, I'm like, I don't think it's scary. I don't think it's that big of a, you know, a, a, a scary ride. I think it's more of space themed than scary. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know what? Every kid's different. And, um, yeah, like it, right away you could tell that he was already kind of leery on it. And yeah. so you should be able to tell you, know, you could tell if your kids are leaning that way anyways, but yeah, it was, uh, he, he wasn't feeling it. So yeah. we didn't do it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I did want to make a special mention about Big Thunder Mountain uh, because the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is like, they say it's the wildest ride in the wilderness. It's part of the tagline for it. Um, that ride does whip you around quite a lot. As a roller coaster, it's pretty, um, it's it can be pretty rough for, for kids who are not used to roller coasters. Uh, but for me, I think uh, one of the things that, always sticks out to me is how loud it is because it's meant to be mm, yeah i feel like they sort of amp up the sound because it's meant to be like this rickety old um 
train that's uh that's a runaway train on like broken tracks and that sort of thing um but it always it always kind of surprises me how loud uh the climbing hills are and uh and especially when you're going through that uh that sort of first rocky um climb it's uh it's particularly loud i never would have thought that it was um like that it would be interpreted as as like a scary roller coaster but uh, one time when we went on it, we were sitting in front of um, like an adult with a child and the child was probably around seven or eight and he was terrified. Um, so I'm assuming that this kid maybe didn't have that much experience with like big rides, um, but he was just screaming um, and like it, I felt really bad for him because he was he was really upset Um and he just kept saying, like, hold me, hold me. And I think what happens with that ride is that uh, you have just one lap bar that comes down for two the two of you. So if you're yes. a little kid with an adult, I think it seemed like he felt insecure. Like he, because he kept asking the adult to like hold on. And um, so I think just that whipping around motion and probably not feeling like he had a, his own lap bar that was like keeping him snug. Um, mm-hmm. he probably just felt, um, a little bit more vulnerable in that situation and, and maybe it's just not somebody who's into roller coasters. So I don't know that that would be everybody's experience, but, um, it certainly was for this kid. Yeah. yeah it was, it what was... always surprised me with those, that ride in particular, I assumed both kids would find it really scary because it's fast and they both loved it like at young, yeah. young ages. So oh, yeah, See, so it, it is very unpredictable. Um, so we just wanted to make sure that you sort of know that it's going to be more of a rockin' uh, roller coaster, not to spoiler alert rough, for a later one, a rough, a rough roller. roller coaster uh, than what you're expecting it to be. Um, getting away from the roller coasters in Magic Kingdom, obviously the the obvious one, one of the two that I mentioned earlier, the Haunted Mansion is meant to have some scary scenes or some spooky scenes. Um, I don't, nothing really jumps out at you, um, because it's not that kind of scare, but it is like an eerie, spooky ride. Yeah, it's ghosts. It's ghosts. And yes, they do, they do sing at the end, but, um, but for me in particular, I'm thinking about like that hallway of doors and eyes that is and prob- laughing <laughs> but like the doors where the doorknobs are all like uh turning or the doors are bulging out at you and and the eyes are watching you that scary clock that uh that i don't know i feel like there are elements in here that can be interpreted as like scary well for, as a, for kids as a kid you have no concept really of like um of the imagineering behind it. Right. Like, yeah. like I think you're not really looking at or thinking like, Ooh, that's cool. How do they do that? I would not, this would not have been a good idea for me to go on for many years of my childhood. Um, I just was not, I was not okay with like ghost or haunted houses. <laughs> um, thank you to my dad who made me watch, um, like old B movies that he thought were really funny, but I thought were really <laughs> scary. So this would not have been a good idea for me. Uh, how do you, how do your kids like it? Uh, it took Finn a long time to get on there. He probably was eight, nine when he went on. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. And now he's like, oh, it's not that scary at all. I love it. It's no big deal. But he was totally, it was a big deal to him for a long time. Yeah, when um, you don't know what skeleton. to expect. Oh, yeah. The, the yeah. Skeletons for him were the, and I, I would say for Hadley too, like she knows there's skeletons in there. So like she's not interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when we yeah. told her about this podcast topic, that was the first one she said. <laughs> she hasn't been yeah, on it. It's, she no. has not been yeah. on it. No. Too soon. Uh, and I, and I know I, I'm sure I've said this on the podcast before, but when I was little, um, I went probably on not this. That little. No, I know, <laughs> I know, I probably wasn't. But I went on uh, Haunted Mansion and I freaked out, yeah. and um, I had to be escorted off oh. uh, before I even got on the ride. So yeah. after the stretching room, we went right out because uh, I was like, "Nope, not going to do <laughs> yeah. this." So yeah, like honestly, it's not not for everybody, not for every kid. Um, definitely, uh, you know, Approach you should caution. get a good reading yeah. on your kids. If you, if you can walk to the queue or you can walk to the ride and you're not getting any, you know, squeezing your hand hard or, you know, pulling your arm to go the other direction, then you're probably okay. But, uh, yeah, definitely take a cue from your kids. They might not, uh, like this ride. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because, uh, when I was a kid, my experience with this ride was going on it. Uh, and I may have mentioned this before with my uncle who uh, one of the techniques that he, obviously I was apprehensive going on it. Um, and for whatever reason, I somehow made it onto the doom buggy and we started going through it. But I do remember my uncle like actively pointing out things for me to look at and, and show me. So he was like, Hey, look at this or, or, or look, do you see that, that crow over there? Um, and I do remember the one where he says, look, there's the mummy wrapped up and the mummy's drinking tea. Like, look at that. That's uh, like, that's kind of funny. And so if you do happen to to get your kid onto that ride, um, you know, there are some techniques that you can use to to get them through that experience and not traumatize them. Except you still remember it to this day. So, But I don't remember it as being scary. I remember it as being like... Oh, that's good. I got through it and it was and it was fun. What's next? Okay. Uh, next, let's talk about uh, the Jungle Cruise. And you wouldn't think that this is scary at all. And I would say 90% of it, you're correct. It is... It's puns. It's... Um, sort of obviously animatronic animals. Uh, but the one part of the ride that I wanted to point out was the temple that you go into. Yeah. Uh, because there is a part of the Jungle Cruise where your skipper is going to stop talking and sit down while you drive through this dark and somewhat spooky temple with like, there's spider webs and some like eerie music yeah well and there's like snakes that it sounds like they're sort of spitting at you um there's the scary tiger with like the glowing oh, eyes yeah. uh yeah I, but then there's those rascally monkeys that's true but that's yes i think it really could it's kind of a departure from the the feel of the rest of the ride um and could be spooky yeah so it's probably something that you just want to give a heads up to uh to your kids that there is a part that might be a little dark um but it'll be over pretty quickly yeah i think that because the ride starts off with such um kind of witty banter and there's a lot of people on the boat who will typically be laughing and chuckling um i think that our kids certainly kind of were like okay you know this 
they got a good feeling kind of for the first 10 minutes before you go through the tunnel, but certainly, you know, the six-year-old right now that would still kind of throw her off, but I think she'd be okay knowing that again, the ride is kind of Mm -hmm. silly and you know, we're all kind of having a good time, but I think it's a really good idea to kind of throw that heads up out there and just be like, Hey, just so you know, we are going to go through a tunnel. It's not scary. The ride is silly. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And it's short lived. Yeah. And I find in those kinds of situations, usually she just like buries her head into one of us and then it's okay. Yeah. And you get through it and she'll still go on the ride. She did that for um, Indiana Jones in Disneyland. Oh, yeah. The whole ride. (laughs) 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 Missed the whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) And that's a pretty rocking one to to hold on to, to bury your head in. Pretty rocking one. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, One of the other ones uh, on our list uh, is Pirates of the Caribbean. And the reason why I want to point it out is because the first, what, the first 20% of it, maybe I'll say, is like spooky. You're in caves. It's dead men tell no tales. And there are skeletons. That one skeleton with the like gross hair blowing in the wind. The at one with the, the... At the helm. Yeah. He's just got the creepiest hair. He's standing up like... Yeah, in the the um, lightning flashes behind him, it is he is so uh, he's a little bit gross, and yeah. he's and it's also creepy. But yeah, that would have creeped me out. Um, I think like if I was a kid, I would be burying my head um, in in somebody else because that that's spooky to me. Yeah, but then the rest is fine. There, yeah, I mean, really, it's it's a series of skeletons on the beach. Um, the there's the skeleton that has the sword through him there's the other one who's laying on the beach (laughs) i still mourn the loss of the mermaid skeleton i hope that will make a return yeah that one's gone not that it would help the scare factor no it's just neat yeah do your kids uh make it on pirates of the caribbean definitely um but again it's the um both of them at one point finn no longer but hadley the the six-year-old definitely head in the shoulder of an adult um, at the beginning, you know, with the dead men telling no tales, um, and yeah, the skeletons, it is really dark and ominous. Um, and then, and then honestly, she always loves the, the shenanigans that happened in the city and all the stuff happening. And she wants to point at stuff and talk about stuff. And so really you just kind of get her through the first couple minutes and yeah. then she's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of these attractions that we're talking about do really have like 90% of the ride is fine and then there's really only one little section that could be could be spooky. Um I I personally will mention Splash Mountain because again I think it's sort of like that unless you're scared of uh Brer Fox and Brer Bear right off the bat which you probably shouldn't be. Um but you do get to that point um where Brer Fox has caught Brer Rabbit and um and you're heading up to Br'er Fox's lair and the vultures are sort of looking over top of you um being really ominous and and creepy and it's dark and um and there's this sense of impending like something is going to happen and obviously you're going to go down the the 50 foot plunge but um but for a kid that might be tough to get through i don't know is does that is that overreacting for me is that uh is that not spooky at all it's hard to say no i i think it was i think it was hadley was on it for the first time last year i think she was a little bit afraid of it but she hung in there so it wasn't as bad as it could have been (laughs) 
yeah, it's just something that you have to get through. The rest of the ride is fun. There's lots to look at, but yeah, this might be the, the scariest part of it. Um, moving right along, uh, there it's, it's something else that you wouldn't think is, um, is scary, but, uh, the enchanted tiki room has, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. There are happy birds, there are happy plants and happy tiki's, uh, but it does end, the show does end with like the thunder and, um, but honestly, it's probably no different than a thunderstorm that you might encounter during your trip yeah <laughs> so but yeah it does get dark and and loud like it's it's thunder it's it's going to be a little bit loud but it's just something to know ahead of time and it really is just the the climax of the show you know that they're everybody singing and uh and you can feel it coming but um but yeah that thunder and lightning at the end is uh, can be a little bit scary Apart from that, it's hard to say that the Tiki Room is scary at all. It's just it, there are parts that could be scarier than what it seems to be. Yeah, I mean, somewhat scary to it could be that there are so many great things to see at Magic Kingdom that I would be scared for you if you chose that over other stuff. Oh, see, I <laughs> yeah. love the Tiki Room. Right? Ooh, I, know, I, favorites, know, I know, but... I know, I know. Some, some people do. I'm just saying that... Yeah. I don't get scared by it because I don't go to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that's fair. That's fair. And it's certainly not like the thing to, it's certainly not the thing that you remember when you leave. You don't leave the Tiki room going like, oh, there was that thunder. Okay. You're but like, you leave it singing the song. Side story. We had right. some work done in our house. Um, and the guy, so we have like attraction posters um, that are framed, like hanging in our living room. And the guy who owned the company that was doing the work in our house, he, uh, Ryan wasn't here. I made a bad choice. I felt really bad, but he was such a fan (laughs) and he offered, he wanted, he loved the Tiki room so much. And he was like, I just got to have that poster. Like he just would talk, he talked about it at length with both of us about how much he loved that. Didn't he talk about going on it like four times? I think so. One day. Anyway, he offered me money and he bought it off of me and, uh, Anyway, so that's one, maybe the biggest uh, Enchanted Tiki Room fan I've ever met. Um, and so I'm sure certain, it's... they certainly exist. Yes. So <laughs> too bad he's not here to ask, do you find that thunderstorm scary? But anyway, that was just a, just a little side story. Yeah. Um, I love it. Well, I mean, it is it is a quintessential Disney it's a classic. classic. So I, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not poo-pooing it because it's bad. It's just a, not something that I would... Seek yeah, out there's a lot to I do. I know that there's a lot to do. I know with that. Ha- yeah, there is, and I know Lauren and Finn went the last time, and they loved it. Yeah. So. There you go. Um, doubling back to Fantasyland, uh, another one that you wouldn't necessarily think is scary is Mickey's Philhar Magic. Um, this is a it's it's a 4D movie, which essentially just means like you have 3D glasses on, and there are 4D effects, things that are going to uh, happen. Um, throughout the movie that sort of enhance your your experience um but if you don't know that they're coming it can be it can be a little scary and i'm thinking specifically for me it's always the uh the be our guest scene where um the champagne bottles the corks are popping off and in the 3d movie it looks like they're shooting towards you and as a 4d effect you feel a burst of air and uh, and it's like a loud compressed air noise, 
So it can be, um, you, you may not be expecting it. And I think from my own experience, um, uh, in PhilharMagic, uh, I tend to notice that that's when kids start to really, the kids who are not prepared, that's when they start to lose it. Uh, because it, it's just, it's a loud noise and a, uh, and a sensation that they weren't expecting ahead of time. On a side note, definitely make sure you take your kids to this. Oh yeah. Like it's definitely yeah. like, don't avoid it. Yeah. I was going to say, just it's let not, them know ahead of time. It's definitely not, yeah, uh, nothing to like, I would say worry about. Um, it's just surprising. It's a surprising, um, moment, I guess. Yeah. And it's just a new, it's a new sensation that, uh, that you just have to kind of, um, experience to kind of get it. Um, I did want to mention, or Lauren brought this up, uh, when we were talking about this earlier, uh, it's not an attraction, but specifically the Be Our Guest restaurant, if you do go into the West Wing, it is a little spooky in there. So if, um, you know, if you have easily spooked children, maybe a spot in the, maybe a table in the grand ballroom is, uh, is a better spot for it's you. Just, it's very dark. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a different dining experience in there than, uh. Then yeah, in the grand ballroom. Yeah. So it just uh, it's creepy. Me. Yeah, because it's yeah, like the really the, f- the f- um the portrait is like slashed, like in the movie. I mean, you should definitely check yeah. it out. But it's just one of those things. If the dark isn't great, um, my parents would have a fit eating in there for totally different reasons. They would just talk about it being too dark in general. <laughs> um, but anyway, if you have somebody who's just not going to enjoy that darkness or that thematic um, experience, maybe avoid it. Um, that's it for, for scary moments that I can think of or that we can think of from the Magic Kingdom. Uh, we're going to move to another park uh, and the rest of the parks have less, obviously they have less attractions, so there's less that we can categorize as scarier than it might seem. Um, but let's head over to Epcot. Uh, Mission Space is always an interesting one because I think... It does have a height requirement, um, so you obviously aren't going to get young kids on this particular attraction, but um, but kids who do reach the, the height indicator, um, going on Mission Space is, a, is like a totally new experience, unlike anything that um, I think you can experience at Walt Disney World, in that it's a simulator, and it is very, like close quarters so if um if you happen to be afraid of confined spaces or or tight spaces um or if you think that your kid might be (laughs) that's might be something to know ahead of time uh going into it that you will be in a in a closed off space i think part of it that kind of um builds up that anxiety around it is that they're constantly while you're waiting or about to go through, they're constantly talking about like, if you don't like confined spaces, like they're giving you all those warnings. Um, and I've been on a couple times where people have then left. It hasn't been children. It's been more adults who are unsure, but I think they really build it up sometimes, at least for the green. Yeah. Um, just in terms of motion sickness or, you know, if you're afraid of heights or something, but, um, but yeah, I mean, they, it is confined. I have never been, um on a ride that's made me motion sickness or motion sick before i have never been on a ride that's made me feel uh claustrophobic before 
Um, there are a lot of things I have not been before, and I have never rode this ride because of my fear of all of those things culminating <laughs> into one experience. And so I choose to not ride this. That and, and years ago, uh, I believe somebody uh, had a heart attack while oh, they were on this yeah. and died. And so I've always been like, oh, that's it. I can't do it. Um, when in true reality, that stuff happens at lots of different rides throughout the right. world. So, uh, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, it has nothing to do with the ride, but that being said, I have never once had, I have no inkling to ride this ride. No. And, and that's fair. I think as a, if it's your, if you do not have experience with simulators, um, this might not be the first one to go on. <laughs> green, green is pretty tame. Green is pretty especially tame. since they changed it. But I mean, it's not like it's not one of those rides that people talk about very often. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a must do. I'm sure there are people that do feel that way. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't find the con like the content or the story scary. I think we're really just talking about like claustrophobia here. Yeah. So, yeah, as long as you know that, then uh then by all means enjoy it or if you're like ryan never go there because you're it. afraid you're afraid that it will um nope. open the door or be the first ride that uh that gives you motion sickness or um or claustrophobia um we talked a little bit uh before we started recording about uh test track because i think test track is fun but i think the experience can be frightening for for kids who again are not expecting it. Like I think if you are uh, expecting just the outside part where you're like, Oh, you know, it'll be fast and we'll um, we'll go around the outside of the building, which you can see and hear on your way in. Uh, but the inside part of the test uh, where you are um, testing the abilities of your SIM car, uh, there are elements of it that can be scary. And I think first and foremost, it's mostly dark with uh with just a little bit of um sort of black light or or bright um neon uh colors sort of uh lighting your lighting your path but there's also one particular moment of this attraction that can be scary for anybody even anybody who's uh driven a car before um and that is the the part where your car um it looks like you're just about to hit a um an 18 wheeler like coming right at you uh obviously you don't but um but it it can be certainly scary and and i know you guys were talking about um your experience on test track as well yeah our daughter was four at the time i can't remember <laughs> and she was adamant that test track be the first ride we went on the day which by the way let this be a lesson don't go on a ride in which you are worried about the kids being scared on first go to like warm them up on an easy ride, warm them up on Nemo. If you're at Epcot, <laughs> warm them up at like, imagine, you know, uh, like just the living of the land or whatever, get them going on a ride. I, uh, we went on on test track and there's a part in the ride and our daughter is still fascinated and terrified at the same time of thunderstorms. So on test track, there's a part where there is a, and everything's in very much Tron lighting, yeah. very neon lights, all that kind of, uh, and it's beautiful. It's really cool done. Um, and they've got the lightning bolt and a bit of thunder. And honestly, I forgot that that was even on the ride. Well, that derailed her for about three days of our trip. She wouldn't go on the frozen ride. Um, and I mean, like she was a, you know, 
four-year-old girl, the Frozen ride was her jam. We went to Epcot for that ride. And she was like, nope, I'm out. Forget it. This is not for me. Uh, one of the cast members even offered to ride the ride with her at Frozen, which was super sweet. Wow. Um, but it was all because of the test track experience. So again, and now she talks about how much she loves test track and it was her favorite ride at the moment. Uh, it was not her favorite ride and she hated it. Uh, and it really kind of derailed the rest of the day. So I would definitely say, please plan a ride that you know that they will like to get it going. Because if you're hoping that they like the ride and they don't, it honestly could throw the day's plans out of whack. Yeah, we're pretty sure that if we had started with Frozen, she would have gone on no problem, yeah. even though it's dark at the beginning. Yeah. But because we didn't start there, she wouldn't get on it. And she, I don't, she still hasn't ridden it, which is really sad. Oh, no. And I mean, uh, Frozen is not on our list, which is a little bit surprising. There are yeah. dark elements to it. Uh, but I think like there's no scary Just lighting. Yeah, there's no yeah. scary creatures uh, like. No, except for the big guy at the end. But he's actually Marshmallow. Kind of friendly. Yeah. He's friendly at the end. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's hard to be scared when you're seeing, when you see Olaf in the distance. Like, and all those snow Gs. They're yeah. so cute. Get that kid on Frozen. <laughs> right? Uh, but I did want to mention um, something, Ryan, that you mentioned uh, is like, oh, you know, just take them over to uh, Journey into Imagination with Figment um, or <laughs> Living guess. with the Land. <laughs> and Living with the Land is funny because like, it's it's such a gentle ride, but you do forget that that first... It's not scary, though. It's, yeah, it's the it? first like... 40 seconds is you going through um a rainforest with thunder and rain yeah oh and there's there's a if you are i will say i mean being a little bit older than my kids obviously but there's a bit of like foreboding oklahoma tornado about to hit with that house <laughs> and the dog and right there's a bit of twister going on there so yeah that's fair and then you get into the greenhouses and everything's fine and well, then it's just nap time for all. <laughs> uh, but I did. So living with the land, maybe not so much, but journey into imagination with figment can be off putting because it is, there are some surprising elements to it um, in, in the sound lab, when the lights go out and you hear a, a loud train uh, running by, like that's, that can be um, off putting or scary. Or if you, again, we're going to talk about skunks again. Um, but if, if you're, I guess, afraid of the skunk smell, um, that can be something that you're not expecting for me. If, if I were a kid now going to, um, journey into imagination with figment, the thing that I would probably be most scared about or most surprised by is like that last scene on the ride. No, when... that's the big reveal. It See... is the big reveal, but it's so loud and, and no, it's an it's... explosion. I think that I don't mm -hmm. think that this is again, this is one of those that like don't avoid it. No. I don't think it's I think that the ride in itself um, sets the atmosphere for more like discovery. And yeah. Yeah. So I think, and I think it's I think it's okay. it's more of a chaos. Than, yeah, that's, right? like, that's a good word. I, I would I would say that if if you had like a true toddler definitely there are elements of that ride that will be overwhelming and they'll just not be able to understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, or someone with sensory issues. Sure. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, ab absolutely. If there's, yeah, if you're, if your child's got some sensory issues, concerns, that ride could absolutely like could be overwhelming. Right. Um, but 
um, for a lot of other kids, you know, four and up, I would say that the premise of it, you're right, Lauren, is very exploratory. It's very silly and over the top. I, I would have no concerns with it. But yeah, definitely it's it's one of those ones where I could see kids loving it with their hands over their ears. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'll take this particular opportunity uh before we head to the next part uh to say that none of this we didn't we didn't start this podcast with the with the idea of being like don't go on these rides they're too no. scary for your kids um i think it's just helpful to to know ahead of time the parts of the rides that your kid may not enjoy um ahead of time um yeah and i think this really came out of the conversation that we had um you know last time we were chatting about the incident we had with, you know, with our daughter and test track and how, you know, it really did derail our day. And I know that, you know, if you're spending X amount of dollars to go to a park, you know, you really want to get your best bang for your buck. You don't want your kids, you know, you don't want to take turns riding rides because your kids won't go on a dark ride. Yeah. Or, or, you know, you have to take half an hour to calm down because, um, because your kid is a little bit overwhelmed by, by something yeah. that they're experiencing. Yeah. Or, or, you know, or if you yourself, like me, I would be overwhelmed riding uh, mission space. So yeah. that's why I don't do it. Yeah. You, that might derail your entire vacation. That might, that might be it. I might be like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to go have a cronut and I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of leaving, let's leave Epcot and, uh, and head over to Hollywood studios. Um, I think most of them are pretty self-explanatory. Obviously rock and roller coaster is a roller coaster. Um, it's the most in, I would say it's probably the most intensity on an attraction that you can feel at Walt Disney world. Um, but, uh, so, so I think that sort of speaks for itself in terms of, um, as a roller coaster, it inherently has, uh, you know, that's a thrill factor. It's the only one that goes upside down. It's the only one that goes and it goes upside down three times. Um, I think I, I wanted to point out a couple of other things. I think Tower of Terror, obviously it's in the name. Um, it is meant to, it's again, at the start of this podcast, I said there were two rides that are obviously meant to be a little bit, uh, scary or spooky. Um, Tower of Terror is that as well. It's, it has that spooky vibe to the story, um, even in the, in the library, when you're, when you're first sort of, uh, entering the queue or entering the, um, uh, when you get into the library and you go through the original, uh, Twilight Zone, uh, preamble stuff, that's a spooky part of the ride. Can, I'm going to interject again here for a second. So this is my favorite ride. Sure. But, uh, when I was very young, my parents had, they had some sort of record, um, the name of it will come to me later, but the first song on this record, um, had the, it started off with the theme from twilight, like from the twilight zone. Yeah. And I was terrified of the song that I would run screaming into the bathroom until they told me I could come out. And like, I know that they also used to put it on sometimes to see me react that way. But I just wanted to say, like, even the music is scary. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. uh, for some kids, and you just don't know what they're going to be afraid of. Um, and it and works... ironically, it is my favorite ride now. Yeah. And it's so atmospheric. Like it is the from atmos- the get go. From the get go, it's meant to feel creepy. And uh, and it is very effective at that. Um, obviously, obviously, there is a large, uh, a large element of the ride is the is the drop and the. 
Oh, I thought and the lift ghost. part. Yeah, well, and the ghost too. Uh, so there are parts that are meant to be scary about this ride. So if if any ride that you know going into it is meant to be a little bit scary for you and uh, and for your kids, it's this ride. Now, uh, do you guys uh, take your kids on Tower of Terror at all? Or are they there yet? Um, so we, not Tower of Terror. No, we did though. Again, when they, I'm trying to think. We did Disneyland, the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, overlay or the the new breakout. Yeah, uh, Mission Breakout, which was great. Um, Hadley has since refused to do anything with the drop because of that ride. Um, so we haven't done Tower of Terror. Uh, I'm sure Finn will do it, and he will love it. Um, I have no doubt. Um, the girl will probably love it too but she'll probably complain the whole time um but yeah i mean honestly there is something really eerie about it um and and i remember being when this came out i think i was like 10 11 12 ish um and i remember being very off-putting uh again i was a bit of a scaredy cat kid anyway so (laughs) um hence no mission space now and i i do wonder like i think different kids could have definitely handled it differently but I definitely found it when I was younger to be quite eerie. Yeah, that boiler room is scary too. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. The, the whole build up, the yeah. whole build up to the ride. Yeah. Um, just but like Haunted Mansion. She didn't bail, and this was two years ago actually. So she was like, yeah, I guess she was four. Four. Yeah, and she didn't bail during the queue. Like the queue in Disneyland is different. Yeah. It's Obviously. a little less scary, Guardian. but it's still dark, and uh, she screamed during the ride but she wasn't traumatized after no that. So no that was good yeah though she talks about it probably once a week yeah <laughs> i won't do that drop again like literally we'll be on we'll be on it we'll be on like she'll be riding her bike she'll be like, daddy i can't do drops so if, the, if the, we go down a hill i gotta get off i can't do drops. my tummy i don't like my tummy and I'm, out. I'm not doing it and you're like but that has nothing to do so everything like everything so um you know we created it so that's our fault but it was uh no honestly tower of terror is a beautiful ride i love it um but it's definitely not for every child and i would say to, like it's another one just like splash mountain you can tell what's going to happen yeah before you've yeah. got on the ride you can watch people scream yeah. uh through the elevator uh, outside i would highly recommend if you if your kids watch it and they're like oh my gosh i want to do that then I think you're probably fine. I was, uh, when I was there in October, there was a little girl who really did not want to go. She was very tearful. Um, and it, it looked like it was kind of a group with, of kids with like a, uh, an adult leader. And I don't know if they ended up going, the kids really wanted her to go, but he, uh, pulled up a ride video on YouTube in the queue to show her what it was going to be like to help her decide, if she wanted to go or not. And I thought that was a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant. So that's Much better that's than the option. kid that I, I saw at uh, like Pandora and he bailed at the last minute. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Like once they had made it through the whole queue. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> and that'll happen. It will. Yeah. Um, at Hollywood studios, the ones that I have a hard time sort of uh, pinpointing is, is in star Wars galaxy's edge. Uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. I is it inherently scary? You're in a simulator. You're piloting the Millennium Falcon. There are parts that might be loud and um and dark. I, and dark. And I guess you're yeah. in like a you're in a. I mean, you're in a 
a battle. Uh, there are, yes, you're, you're getting shot at. You're getting shot at. There's there's some peril there. Um, is it scary? I think if that's scary, then Star Tours is scary. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. Oh, interesting. See, I would think... So for Millennium Falcon, I we were on a ride, uh, and it was just Lauren and I when we were there in, in October, and there must have been, goodness me, he couldn't have been four. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was little. He was so little. Mm-hmm. And he had his own seat, and he was a gunner, and he was <laughs> mashing buttons. And I remember he would look at his dad and be like, am I okay? And his dad was like, yep, you're fine. And he kept going with it, so good on him. <laughs> but, you know... Um, but he, he was little. Yeah, he was so small. But I wonder if Star Tours with, you know, 20 or 30 people in a yeah. in a vehicle makes it less scary right. than a car with six. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I, you're feels, absolutely right though. It feels it's definitely more immersive. Um so I yeah. think I'm I'm guess I'm just thinking more like in terms of the content, like being shot at, um, and maybe the the like the loudness and the noise um might be on par so yeah i mean they're similar in a lot of ways uh so yeah if you uh, it's probably safe to say that if you can do one you can probably handle the other yeah and if you're scared of one then maybe the other one is not a good choice um we do also want to mention um star wars rise of the resistance uh again it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint what could be scary i feel like if you don't if your kid isn't a fan of Star Wars and you haven't seen Star Wars with them, there are elements that could be overwhelming and uh, and scary for sure. Um, if you if your kid is afraid of Kylo Ren, like if mm, yeah. and he's pretty believable, uh, the animatronics are incredible. It's it's tense, right? It's like it, tense. It's a it's, prolonged tension. I would always say, like in a in a movie rating, this would this would be mild peril. Right, you are yeah. in mild peril. And, and I guess that's that's how I can best describe it. There are elements of it that can be loud and there are elements that can be um, startling. Uh, and you do get shot at again where again, it's the lasers, the laser effect. Um, but mostly it's just cool. Mostly it's just cool. <laughs> I feel like as a kid, you'd pretty much just be overwhelmed by how cool it is around you. But again, depends on the age and and your experience with star star wars in general um so if it's mild peril are we then safe to say if your kids did okay during the quarantine then you <laughs> are fine because i feel like i'm in constant mild peril right now <laughs> yeah is that so are we like uh you know i just i don't want to I just want to say, okay, yeah. I'll move on. But I'm just saying mild apparel. That might be the new norm. Okay. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. I think it is the new norm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one last thing that uh, we wanted to mention at Hollywood Studios is Fantasmic. As a show, um, there are, like, there's lots to be excited about. There's lots to see. Kids get so excited when the show starts and you see Mickey right off the bat. Like, their kids that just go wild for it. But there are elements of Fantasmic that, uh, that can be spooky. I was thinking mostly the part where there's all the like the villains talking on the water fans, like on the screens. Okay, 
because it's just big and I don't know. They're, yeah. So I don't know. I'm not sure if that is, if it's too much for very young kids or if they, I don't know. I was thinking about like the, um, like there's a couple of things that come to mind. The cannon fire when the Pocahontas scene starts and, uh, and you see Governor Ratcliffe there that, I mean, that comes out of nowhere. For me, I think if I were a kid now, the things that I could be scared about would be, um, the the Jafar snake and yes, um, yes. and then Maleficent or the dragon yeah. at the end. Uh those those are spooky elements. Obviously Mickey triumphs overall, but um but yeah, it could could be scary, right? Maybe they're just tired. Oh no, absolutely. And uh makes it worse. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's our, a good point. Our daughter had a thing about fire for a while. Oh yeah, so. and they light the whole yeah. water on on fire. It's <laughs> very yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah the, that the was whole traumatic. Yeah, yeah, the whole lake catches on yeah, fire. Yeah, I was. That's you don't see very that surprised. My sister and I, I saw it for the first time with her, and we had front row, um, and. Like it was too hot. It was too hot to handle. Um, it, <laughs> but not I was, in that way. <laughs> no, I was just like, I was so surprised. Um, but also now I just find it kind of cool when you can see all the, what would they be put? What lights on fire? Like like the gasoline. Yeah, yeah. You can see that like come over top of the water, kind of float on top before. Before they light yeah. it. Anyways, yeah, that fire is like that's that's a little bit scary. Yeah. All that fire. Okay. Um, maybe we should move on to our last park uh, of the four and talk about Animal Kingdom. Um, Lauren, you talked about this a little bit earlier about your your experience with a, a kid on, I'm assuming, yeah. Flight of Passage. Flight of Passage. Which, yeah, again, I think and... Flight of Passage has, uh, <laughs> I would describe it as mild peril. Um, there yes. are parts well, of the story that you can be uh, in... In peril for. It's the height thing too, right? It's the same with uh, yeah. Mission Space where they're kind of constantly saying like, now is the time to go if you don't want to go on this ride or like you might experience motion sickness or if you don't like heights. So I think that kind of gets in people's heads. Yeah. Not that they shouldn't also, have those warnings. I found, I was surprised at how I was like, what's going to happen? What are we doing? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. There was just not a lot of indication of what the ride was going to be like. Yeah, that's very true. So that might be one to let your kids see ahead of time so they know what to expect. Yeah, you can't. I think can't... that's what the problem for the kid was. Like the, yeah. the guy on the ride was trying to say, no, no, it's not scary. But he didn't speak, the little boy uh, didn't speak English. Right. So he got, you know, he probably got through the scary part. Yeah. Um, other than the height thing and stuff. But um, I think once you're on it and you're riding it, even though there's, you know, there's the dips and the dives and the height thing going on, it's so thrilling and fun that, you know, it's great for anybody over, I'd say any kid over eight for sure. Um, I'm not sure about younger than that. Um, but, and this little boy was probably eight or 10, but he just didn't know what to expect. Didn't was didn't trust anybody. <laughs> yeah, it is because it's, again, so. it's kind of dark and dank in there. And then, yeah, it you're is. right. You can't watch the ride. You can't say like, "Oh, look, here right. they go!" Like on the roller coaster. Happen. So yeah, that um, it, it's unsettling for some people to not know what they're in for, to not know what is expected. Well, and I think well, I can't 
uh, off the top of my head remember what what's the name of that angry banshee? It has <laughs> like, a name. Yeah, like the scary one. Its name is Orangey. Mm. <laughs> the, the orange one that tries to tries that to get screams you. Screams at you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he's threatening. Uh, yeah, I think um, like that would be probably the most perilous part of your of your journey on the ride again apart from the um you know the drops and um and that you're flying at such a high altitude um at least virtually it's uh that it has the possibility of being scary uh my question for everybody this this might be controversial i don't know would you consider parts of navi river journey to be scary no, no? Um, <laughs> no, I think that some people are freaked out by the shaman and the look of the Navi. Um, but no, I don't think it is. I mean, it, it's dark. Yeah, right? it like is dark. Yeah. Um, I think, again, which is what makes it beautiful because you've got the, the lighting. Um, but I mean, honestly, the dark and unknown mm-hmm. uh, outcomes are not always kids' friends. Yeah, yeah. as we're sitting here talking about this, I'm wondering is, if we just should have brought like glow bracelets on our kid or yeah. like brought her a flashlight or something that, so she was in control of the light a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, not that you want to give somebody a flashlight to, to flash on parts of the ride. No, <laughs> but that's why the glow bracelet, the glow bla- bracelet for sure. Yeah. That might be, if you really have your heart set on getting on that ride, you know, you gotta be creative. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I mean, I would still argue, do you remember there, um, there's part of that where there's like the, the scary looking dog like creature who who but like then, walks across. But then there's the babies. And then I it's know, not scary anymore. But like okay, so if you've seen Avatar, if your kid has seen Avatar, if they've made it through a three hour epic, um, <laughs> then maybe they would be less surprised. But like seeing that as a brand new creature, it you know, could be a little at least intimidating. Mm-hmm. But maybe not uh, not scary in the traditional sense. I understand that for sure. Let's talk about one that is, I feel like, is for sure scary. Okay. Uh, is this dinosaur? Yeah, dinosaur. So dinosaur. Oh, for sure. Dinosaur, yeah. I think, is, is a really funny uh, situation because, like, there are kids out there that love dinosaurs. Yeah. And you would think that this would be, like, the perfect attraction for them. But this is a loud dark and scary ride it's it's super intense and the um the narration is a really big part of that because you're on such a time crunch and you're being chased um well the carnotaurus yeah just in general it'd be one thing just to to see the alioramus or the raptor um but the fact that carnotaurus uh not only uh, pops out at you partway through the ride but he's going to make other guest appearances through throughout the rest of it as well as chasing your vehicle it's it's big and loud and like yeah super rough yeah and i love it but (laughs) uh but i don't yeah i don't know i'd have to really think about it if if see i think not only is it loud and dark (laughs) it's so bumpy it really is yeah yeah like it is not for the faint of heart it is not for those with neck back spine pregnancy you name it issues um it is like just a herky-jerky ride that in itself is scary yeah yeah 
It's because you just, and you can't see what's coming up next. Like the, no. the moves are very unexpected. Yep. Um, but that Carnotaurus, especially at the end, when you go down that last dip and the big Carnotaurus head comes out at you. So it's a, it's like a combination of things. Oof. The asteroid is hitting. Carnotaurus is coming to eat you. <laughs> yeah. The narrator is like, you're not going to make it. Yeah. And, and you just hear this like loud screeching. Yeah. Um, noise with compressed air shooting at you it's like an overload of the senses for even the adults in yeah. the in the ride uh let alone any child who um to uh ryan and lauren's per, uh point earlier could be traumatizing enough to to off put the rest of your vacation or the next few days of your vacation yeah i the kids have never ridden it we've never done it it's, we did it one time, a long, long time ago, the two of us, and didn't like it very much. And never <laughs> when it comes it time, oh, yeah. I'll come with your kids, and I'll go on mission okay. space with them, and I'll ride dinosaur oh, with them. Please, Perfect. please, and do. space go mountain if you space. if that's too jerky as well. Um, <laughs> no, no, well, it's not. I've okay, done it. it's fine. Okay. But well, and we'll go in the tiki room as well because we know <laughs> yeah. you're not going to go there too. Oh, there you go. You yeah. guys, yeah, you play, and I'll just be on the people mover and yeah. bus like you. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I'll I'll have a whole day plan. This is great news. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would say dinosaur is probably like the like one of the rides that you don't expect it to be as scary as it is. Yeah. Um, or as intense right. as it is. Uh, so it's definitely worth knowing ahead of time. If you take away nothing else from our podcast this week, um, dinosaur is a good one to check out ahead of time. Um, yeah. But there is another one at Animal Kingdom that I think is also important to know ahead of time. Uh, and that is It's Tough to Be a Bug. Oh, it's so scary. It's yeah. so scary. We've and talked it, about this a little bit you, before. But, it sh- yeah. Like, it, it, it makes sense that it is scary, but it also shouldn't be as scary as it is. I don't know why we ended up with uh, an attraction that was much scarier than it probably needed to be those those spiders every time the black widows come down just shrieks fill the audience screams upon screams of like kids and adults i will say i've heard uh i've heard a grown adult scream at the at the black widows uh coming down from the ceiling like even hopper just popping out is Mm -hmm. is intimidating let alone all the other effects that happen in that show. If you have a four-year-old who loves to be spooked and like jumped out at and scared and pranked, then maybe (laughs) this is meant for that four-year-old. But, but truthfully, it's, it's honestly, it's so similar. It's so funny. You say that about how many kids love dinosaurs and then the dinosaur ride really misses the mark on that age group yeah. like oh i yeah. love dinosaurs they go rawr and look at i can play with them and i can you know and then you go on and like the dinosaur tries to eat you <laughs> yeah. um and it's not as uh i'd say kid friendly as it could be and bugs after bugs life is such a warm and silly kind of ride and don't get me wrong this has got a lot of silliness to it and if you as an adult kind of walk in and be like oh my gosh this is just going to be a farce you'll love it yeah. however if you take your three-year-old because they love Flick um, and they think the characters are super fun and cute and it was one of your favorite Pixar movies, like just be prepared for like a meltdown. Some stuff are, 
Yeah, some mm-hmm. things are done so well that it'll freak you out. Yeah. The, those um the, the stingers. The stingers like oh. I never sit all the way back on those seats because I don't nope, like the feeling of those. Yeah. I don't mind the bugs or, crawling under my legs like oh, I don't that, like that I can either. deal with. <laughs> I know it's coming. It's not as like jarring, but the stingers that poke you in the back are unwelcome. And just like we talked about they are unwelcome. <laughs> just like um and murder hornets. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> when we when we think about uh, we talked about sensory overload with Phil Magic, This is a really good example. If you have a kid who is like, especially you know, they're already at the parks. They're amped about the day. They're going through sensory overload. That is not the place to take them to calm down. No, no. Like Animal Kingdom has so many quiet, wonderful places to kind of chill out. Go on one of the tracks and just sit on a bench for half an hour, or watch Finding um, Nemo the musical. Like, exactly. That's an easy one. Absolutely. Go to the back of the go to the back of the theater. It's huge. There's you know, place to spread out. Do not go to Tough <laughs> to Be a Bug thinking that this is going to be like a chill. 20 minute cool down where you just watch some funny little characters on a cartoon screen. This because is not it turtle just, talk with crush. No, it'll railroad mm-hmm. your day again. Like this is not to scare anybody. It's wonderful. Please just, I love it. It's, it no, it's great. It's well rap. done. Yes. This, this show. The show, you know, yeah. it's really well done, but I guess the point I'm saying is it's so well done <laughs> that your kids like, uh, you know, we talk about 4d. It probably has the most 4d elements yeah. out of all of the attractions uh, or all the shows at Disney. And maybe of- we should give some more context too. Like it's totally yeah. cute and happy for the majority of it. And then Hopper shows up and um, he kind of calls for a retaliation on the humans from the bugs. So, so we see um, like large fly spotters on the screen. Like, so you get kind of that puff of air in your face um, and then they spray you with like bug spray. So you get very, very heavy, like, um fog fog like green fog like fills um fills the auditorium and then after that you get these large red-eyed um black widows coming down into the audience like just above your head but they come quite close and so it's just uh all of that is sort of like ryan you said earlier it's it's chaotic it's loud um and yeah it just really fills the auditorium with Uh with a with a lot it, it's a little overwhelming so that yeah. particular part is somewhat short-lived but that's the context of sort of where we're like it can be very overwhelming and scary for some children i think it's also a um you get uh you may experience this if you if you go on that ride a few times it's a chain reaction um there are some kids that are uh, would have if they were the only ones in the audience probably make it through it but the fact that other kids or other people in the audience are screaming and starting to cry and um and getting overwhelmed can put anyone else on edge as well uh so you know it's a bit of a chain reaction throughout the (laughs) throughout the audience um through that experience no i was just gonna say just just as like a wrap up like honestly uh, it is a really, it's a farce. It's super fun. It like go and enjoy it. If you have eight year olds who, uh, you know, just, you know, are a little bit more open to getting spooked or all that kind of stuff. Like there's a ton of kids who will love it. It's just, we want you to be prepared. Absolutely. Um, I think it would have to be down to either dinosaur or tough to be a bug to be like the most, um, unexpectedly scary attraction, um, out of all the rides. 
Um, I don't know what would take the top spot as like Disney's scariest ride in general. Um, you know, we might have to debate that in the future, but, uh, again, I just want to reiterate, we are not, we're not saying that like, (laughs) you know, these are, these are terrifying rides and you absolutely shouldn't take your kids on them. Um, we are just trying to do our, our public service of, uh, giving you the heads up that this might be something to, um, you know, we've talked about it earlier, uh, to watch a ride through video, um, yourself and then have your kids maybe walk, watch a ride through video so that they know what's coming and they may know what to expect. So, uh, you can gauge whether it's going to be overwhelming for them or not. Um, I also think, I mean, to, um, to Ryan's point earlier, uh, if, if your if your kid has a bad experience on a ride, it um, it can sort of off put um, either the day or that ride in general. I do think um, there are some instances that if you if your kid does know ahead of time uh, that you know something might be spooky and they manage to get through that part, uh, the second time through a ride is always less scary than the first. Um, so I don't know about, uh, your particular experiences, um, uh, with your kids, uh, Ryan and Lauren, but, um, but I would think that if you can make it through a ride one time, um, it will be less scary or less intimidating the second time through. Well, yeah, if you get them on this, the ride the second time, I think that's, <laughs> that's the challenge. Yeah, and you know, sometimes what happens is it kind of wakes the beast, right? It's like, oh yeah, I didn't realize I didn't like that. Okay, I don't like that. So now we can't ever do it again. Um, but for the most part, I mean, there isn't really a ride now that I could think of my kids not doing if I didn't bribe them. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be some. There's got to be some price. I mean, a Mickey cake pop will get a kid on most rides. That's true. You might get a bite out of it too. Yeah. So no, honestly, they're like you know, you're talking about the the scariest ride. I would throw the hat in the fur for Tower of Terror. That's yeah. what I would. Um, I think so too. Because I think it it has just enough like, enough elements. Uh, again, not even that scary by comparison. There's a ton of other scarier things, uh, but for going under Disney's you know, umbrella of scary that that would be my pick. I mean, also ghosts are real and dinosaurs are not. So (laughs) I mean, where's the real threat here? (laughs) Uh, Okay. Let's let's not. That's a whole other conversation. I don't know. Murder, murder hornets are real. Yeah. Sticking me in the back on bugs life. I don't know. I'm yeah. So maybe that maybe bugs life or a tower of terror. Yeah. No, I think that's probably a good uh, a good place to 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 wrap it up. Um, I I think it is uh, it's it is really interesting, and like I said, scary is subjective to everybody. Um, you know, kids are going to experience scary in different ways. Uh, I think it's also probably a good um, a good time to to mention to uh, we talk about this a few times where it's really really difficult to do everything at Disney in one vacation, in one trip. You're not going to get to do everything. So if there are some things that you think your kids might not be ready for, it's okay to wait until the next time that you might uh, uh, manage to take a vacation down there um, so as to not 
traumatize anybody permanently, um, but to give them an opportunity to be uh, old enough um, to to handle what what they're experiencing. So it's a good a good case for maybe um, you know taking a pass on something that you think might be overwhelming or intimidating. Um, and save it for another time when your kids might be a little bit older and um, and better prepared. Would you agree? Yeah. It, oh, for sure. I, it, honestly, it's the, the amount of money and energy we put in making a Disney trip perfect. It's just unattainable. You're going to have so much fun no matter what happens on your Disney trip. There's so many fun and magical things that will happen. Forcing your kids to go on a ride that they're not ready to go on or that they're going to rebel on or before and just kind of make you ruin your time. Honestly, use that energy. It's okay. You, you know, your kid, you not going on that ride is not going to spoil your trip. Go ride the merry-go-round twice. Yeah. The like look on their face is usually good enough to yeah, it, do the trick. Yeah. Go get a Mickey bar. Yeah. <laughs> or, or again, or again, um, bribe them with a Mickey bar and then take them. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Uh, that's a good place for us to end. Um, we, we kind of want to hear from you too. Uh, we have our own anecdotes or our own experiences of either, uh, being scared as kids or, or experiencing, uh, maybe other kids, um, or even adults who, who can be scared and in some attractions. Um, if you have a fun, uh, story to share, we'd love to hear it. Uh, if you head on over to our Facebook page or Instagram, um, if you search for Dole Whips and Double Doubles, you can't miss us. Uh, we'd love to hear your story of uh, scary moments on, on Disney rides. Um, that's, uh, that's it. We want to thank you so much for listening in. Um, on behalf of myself, Ryan and Lauren, and Ryan and Lauren, we are the Double Doubles. You've been listening to Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to you joining us again next time.